Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven of Home is Where Hallmark is. I am Liz Puglisi. I'm with Amber Teasley. We are your co-hostesses, as my friend Harry used to say, with the most, the co-hosts of the most. Um, we're the co-hostesses with the mostesses, which makes no sense. Um, <laughs> to bring you our latest ramblings of all things Hallmark that we can find for you. We have some news, some previews. Some more Chesapeake Shores. We've been splitting up the news, previews ones and the Chesapeake Shores one, but because I'm going to be away and Amber's going to be away, we're kind of combining them because we're trying to kind of stockpile our um, episodes for Greg, who I want to thank for his amazing amount of patience as I figure out OneDrive because I've screwed him up a few times and thought I've sent him things and then I had to be like, Amber, you just you know, send it to him because she controls the OneDrive and I kept screwing it up. He, Greg DeMarco, who runs the chairshot.com. We love amazing. you, Greg. Thank you very much. He's amazing. He's a sweetheart. Um, and actually, if I didn't meet Greg, I wouldn't have met Jason. What is it? If I didn't meet Greg, so uh-huh. I met I met Greg DeMarco online Mm-hmm. And through a wrestling group because I'm a big fan of wrestling, like Jason. So I met Greg through I think it was Twitter, and he invited me to join in on a Facebook group, the Chair Shot, and which I eventually became an admin for. And I started to become friendly with all sorts of people on there. My one of my bestest friends, Harry. Um, I met on Chair Shot, and I did a podcast with him on wrestling for ChairShot.com, which is where you're listening to us. Um, Chairshot Radio on the Chairshot.com. I met Jason through Harry. So therefore, if I didn't meet Greg, I wouldn't have met you. You wouldn't have met me, and we would not have this podcast. Exactly. So we owe a lot to Greg. It's funny because I always te- I always tease him about how Greg's a one- wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, I always tease him how because of him, I've met so many people that I become super close to. Like I'm, I'm very close with Jason. I'm very close with Harry. And these are, and they've led me, it's not just wrestling fandoms. It's not just about wrestling. Like, you know, we're good friends with, you know, we're family, but even not just wrestling, it's branched out into like, I met you, Jason's wife. 
and we have so much in common it's disgusting like jason we're the same person we are we really are i am the we occupy the same brain (laughs) you i am the north version and you are the southern version oh and i have a comment about the one summer so when we get to it Mm -hmm. to make a point about something okay because us southerners i mean i'm in Uh, west virginia which is more one of the the it's the northernest is what I guess you'd say the northernest southern state I guess. Okay, I suck at geography, so I don't know. That. <laughs> that that's good. No, I'm really bad at geography. I am. So all right, we did a a, a Greg love. Um, how was your week? Was it was pretty good. I'm getting really really excited because, um, like you said, me and my husband are going to Universal next week. And we're going to Haunted Horror Nights. Just me and him. No, just just me and him. Well, my daughter will not ride stuff. Like, she'll tell you she'll ride stuff, but then she doesn't want to ride stuff. And it's very expensive to go to Universal. It's not as expensive as going to Disney. You flying or you driving? We're flying. We literally got flights from Huntington all the way to um, Orlando for, like, hundred dollars a piece so it was not bad at all gosh that's nothing yeah so we're super excited Very so nice. I, I keep waiting about not talking about it because i'm like something's gonna happen I'm, I'm one of those people i get oh, anxiety I'm, right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way i'm going to um pennsylvania tomorrow my sister Lisa, she and her hubby bought a, a house up in uh, pennsylvania they moved from the bronx from a little apartment to a beautiful beautiful house i'm so happy for them and it's also James's 40th birthday this weekend. Um, she robbed the cradle. She's birthday a couple James. years old. He, he, he's, she's a couple of years older than, um, than her, which reminds me, I don't want to say it on air, but remind me before we stop talking later when we sign off to tell you a really funny story. Um, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll be up there. And I forgot why I was saying that now because I remembered something I wanted to tell you that I don't want the whole world to know. But I am taking, we were going back and forth if I was taking the train or I was driving up. So it'll be nice. I lo- yeah, a train's so lovely. So it'll be nice. I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to be cooking a lot of things and I'll be posting that online so you can see. You so yeah, I'll be. Here. You come down here and we'll country so, fry you a little bit. Oh my gosh. And I'll Italian. Southern flair. I'll Italianify you. Really could you imagine? Could you imagine both of us cooking for for Jason? You can make. Oh, him he would be in heaven. Southern, southern things, and I'll make I'll make you guys all the Italian things. He would be in heaven because you know he's all about food. He would be in heaven. So, so my aunts had gotten sick when Harry and his girlfriend Eva were in town, so I didn't I didn't get to see them. So Harry will be like, bitch. Hey, <laughs> <So. laughs> All right, I'm I'm rambling on and off. Okay, my week was pretty good. Your week's pretty good. I'm going away. I'll be back Sunday. You're going away. You'll be back next week. So we're kind of stockpiling our um episodes. Episodes. Uh, so that's how I got on this tangent. See, I ramble, people. I ramble. Um, so we're trying to get a little bit ahead of the curve. So Greg's not waiting on us, and we throw off his his schedule. So news, news. What do you news. got? I got. A little bit of information about the very first uh, 
where we got the Miracles of Christmas, which is the um, what they call, you know, they have a countdown for Christmas on Hallmark, and then you have the Miracles of Christmas on Movies and Mysteries. The first movie is a little bit more information on it. It's called Christmas in My Heart, and it's all about the healing power of music. It stars um, Heather, and I'm going to probably not pronounce this right. Kim Hemans and Luke McFarlane. Mm. And um, it's about Sean's mother in law, the path with Katie. This right here. So Beth crosses paths with Katie, which is um, Shane, who is played by McFarlane's daughter. <clears throat> and uh, she's a promising violinist. And him and his daughter are living a quiet life because his wife passed. Um, Shane's mother-in-law wants him to move on. However, he's still coming to terms with his loss because of this. He hasn't been inspired to create any new music. Eager to sharpen her skills for the town's upcoming recital, dedicated to Beth's mom, Katie finds a creative way to get Shane to hire Beth as a tutor, despite his skepticism about the value of formal music instruction. So you got a little bit of, I think it said he was a, he's a country, he was a former country music star. So you kind of mm -hmm. got a little bit of country against the uh, more formal, <laughs> instrumental. Yeah, I, I, excuse me. I was interested, I found, I found it interesting in the article that where it said that he was skeptical about classical training. So I guess that's how they'll um, butt heads. Yes, yes. And it looks like the mother-in-law which would be i guess is technically his ex-mother-in-law because it's um his dead wife's mother and katie which is his daughter kind of playing a little bit of matchmaker there mm. for between the two the two and main I think, characters i think the daughter is interracial because the mother-in-law is played by cheryl cheryl lee ralph right yes yes yeah uh, she's daughter she's amazing is, she's beautiful oh what a beautiful woman they're both beautiful. And then he's a country singer. And then it looks to me the main character, I think she's Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm, I was trying to see. She looks like she might be a little bit of Asian, but I don't think Asian. so. What's I? Th I thought the same thing when I when I looked at it. I don't, but think, I, I don't think so. She does. Uh, I'm she gonna, looks I'm slightly. Gonna, I'm gonna Google it real quick while I tell you this. I know that like. I know you're not, but I'm watching season five of Chesapeake Shore just because the commercials are like, you know, there's big stuff going on. I'm not going to, if anybody's listening and hasn't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. But I will tell you this, there's in the episode that just aired, um, Megan, this guy that Megan worked with comes to town because she needs, she wants to work with him to do something. And he says to Nell, I thought this just when you said ex-mother-in-law, he says to Nell, oh, the ex-mother-in-law, and she in her greatest Nell voice goes, there's no such thing as an ex-mother-in-law. And it's true. It's true in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. I, family's I think, family. I think more so when there's children involved. It's easier to cut off mm -hmm. in a way or be more, you know, distant or less involved if there's not, if there's not children. Well, if you listen to Cher's dad in Clueless, which, you know, I love that sound from Clueless, mm -hmm. you, divorce, you divorce your husband or wife, but you do never divorce children. children. Which is why he's always around. Josh. Yeah. I love Josh. Oh. Who doesn't? Paul Rudd before he became the Hawks. He's, or Mark, Mark Ruffalo, I mean. I don't know why. No. I Paul Rudd. You're right. Paul no, Rudd. Right. Paul Rudd is Josh. <clears throat> the pretty man that never ages. Oh, pretty man goodness. that never ages. He's he only gotten better. Men do oh. that though. They get better with age. They there's it's just not fair. But this movie premieres October twenty third at ten PM. So I guess they're going a little later because we have the three movies that are going to be on the regular Hallmark channel. Right, and I have some info. I'm looking forward to that one. I like it. This was the they. I'm looking forward to that one. I like that because I, I love. I'm a big fan of Cheryl Lee Ralph. Um, one of their themes, and I guess one of their regular themes or recurring themes, is music. Um, yes. Because because the another Hallmark movies and mysteries. I, which I just lost my tab. Sorry. I have so many tabs open and they're all from the same webpage. I love, um, I just found them on Twitter today. Two, um, not two, TV shows, ace.com. Love them. They have such great articles. So there's another one, Christmas in Harmony, that stars Ashley Murray, who's from Riverdale and Katie Keene, Luke James, who's from Little and Star, Loretta Devine. I mean, hello. Um, Queen Bees, Family Reunion, so much more, and Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child. Like, so this is she musical. was on the Masked Singer too. Yep, she was. I love that show. Um, so the synopsis for this one reads: For Christmas and Harmony, reads a company merger pushes Harmony Matthews, played by Murray, out of a job at the the record, the music company that she works for, and of course she goes where she goes home. 
So her mother's played by Divine, who's so happy she's um, back home. Because she needs help with the church's annual ha- holiday hallelujah chorus. So we're getting some great themes here. Female, left town, company closes, she goes home, the whole town thing, right? Classic. Yes. Classic. Um, however, it turns out that, oh, excuse me, Michelle Williams' character is a celebrity, is is a client of um, Harmony's and threatens to leave. I guess Harmony is offered a job with the new company but goes home and she's threatening to leave if Harmony doesn't come back. Um, But Harmony, I think, convinces her to come to the town to perform. Um, But her mother tricks her into auditioning for the lead solo in the chorus. And who's directing it, Amber? Her former sweetheart. Well, you know, it's always a former love something, turning. Yeah. Something so, there. yeah, so nice music-oriented classic love triangle, but it's such a great cast. It's, I love Michelle Williams. Um, spoiler alert. So I love Michelle Williams. Uh, unpopular opinion, I should say. And I think the two leads are super adorable. So, and kind of fresh faces. Um, so I'm very excited to see this one and that one does this article tell me when it's going to be on is christmas and harmony on friday october 29th at 8 p.m so this is a regular hallmark channel one yeah so it'll be on the second week of uh countdown to christmas yeah she's so cute ashley um yeah if you if, if you want to know my opinion i feel like the other members of destiny's child are very overlooked. Absolutely. As performers. That's what happens when you have one main person that comes out of the group. Yeah. Oh, there's a little blurb in here that I missed earlier, if you don't mind me continuing. Go ahead. That that tells me about you, me, and the Christmas trees with Danica. That's the first one, I think. That's like the first one, I think. This is this is on the twenty second. It's a movies is a mini Wonder Years reunion starring Danica, Benjamin Ayers, and Jason um, Hervey. Danica, I believe, is uh, she helps Jack figure out why the bees are killing off his trees when he runs a fourth generation uh, Christmas tree farm. And while she's not able to immediately identify the problem, um. Tests take time and they spend so time together. I love the ones that revolve around trees. I do too because every year since me and my husband had gotten married and me and my husband and daughter have become a family, we go to a Christmas tree farm and tag our tree usually about the first week of November and then we go and pick it up. They cut it for us and we pick it up. But I just love Christmas trees. Christmas trees are probably my favorite thing about the whole we have a holiday season i love decorating our tree we have i mean as everybody knows my mom passed i'm kind of dreading christmas to be honest even though i'm 45 years old because she loved christmas she loved decorating for christmas she loved cooking all our traditional foods and treats and everything like that and she loved a christmas tree she loved a christmas tree and my brother about two years ago brought this amazing christmas tree where the lights like flash and like do different things and it's just it's just so gorgeous so gorgeous um but yeah i totally agree i love the ones about trees i love all the trees they always have in these shows they're always stunning and that's one of my favorite things like when you 
go look at decorations, I always love to see the trees. I love when people have the trees in their window. Yes. That's where we're putting like, ours this year. Oh, is nice. in our window. First time we've been able to do it. Cass um, and I would usually go um, for walks at night to see the lights. I have to make sure I do that with her this year. But before I, we move on for this, it says, well, I like this one because she's the one that doesn't have much Christmas spirit. And by performing Christmas activities with Jack, she finds her Christmas, she repairs her relationship with the holidays. So that one, that one looks super cute too. I mean, Dad is always good. Well, you gotta love Winnie. Mm -hmm. She's super then, smart. I didn't, it wasn't news, but it was something that Hallmark recently posted on their Instagram, and it was a fall harvest, a fall, a fall harvest bucket list. Mm -hmm. And I just thought some of these things were pretty neat. Um, it's um, turn fallen leaves into a craft project, build mm -hmm. a per perfect autumn playlist, and enjoy the tunes from Roadhouse Romance. We've done that. Mm -hmm. uh, pumpkin spice up your favorite drinks Host a bobbin I've not yeah. had any pumpkin spice drinks yet this year Have you? No, not yet, I want one I'm not a big, 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 big pumpkin spice fan But I want one I'll have at least one or two this season You know, during the season But yes. yeah But ice, I don't like it hot Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of hot coffee anymore I mostly drink iced coffee even in the cold <laughs> oh, i can drink hot coffee 24 7 i'm currently having a hot cup of coffee but i prefer the iced and then host a bobbing for apples contest like what like they had in raise a glass to love cheer on your favorite football teams i do that every sunday with uh tell ghost stories around a campfire hop on a horse for an autumn trot <laughs> through the park like taking the reins <laughs> Some of these things are hilarious. Make fall scented candles or potpourri. Enjoy a big slice of your favorite pie, like in Love Strikes Twice. Go hiking through the woods and peep. Peep? Fall leaves. Peep. I think they could have chose a better word for that. Think of your favorite fall colors for the autumn Quincyanera. Snuggle in for your South Beach love. Make the stickiest s'mores over your outdoor fire pit. Oh, I Set wish. Yeah, we have a fire pit. It's super nice. Oh, jealous. Set by the fire with a fall-themed book and get ready to watch Advice, Advice to Love by on October 16th. Carve the cutest pumpkin. And finally, find the perfect pine cones on the forest floor for your fall decor. There's a couple of things in there. There's a couple of cute things in there. We used to do, when you were in school, did you use um, leaves to make crafts? Yes. When you were a kid, yeah, that was always fun. My favorite That's sound, though, is, and I've told my everybody, like my mom and them for years, my favorite sound, though, is when, when I was little, when we would go trick-or-treating, and all the leaves would have fallen, and you have that crunch, 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 crunch. Yes, oh. My favorite sound in the whole world. I love that sound. I love, I love seeing the the leaves change. I love when you can go on a ride. And to every all the time, I say, oh, I want to drive up. I well, I don't drive. So I need somebody to drive me. I want to drive up Bear Mountain, um, here in New York, heading upstate to um, 
to see all the, the beautiful foliage, you know, changing. I mean, we could see it here, obviously, too, in the city. We do have trees, um, you know, and the parks and everything. And we have a lot of trees by my house. Look, you know, beautiful. But there's just something about riding in, like, a long open space like we see on Hallmark all the time. You know, yeah. where every, every, everything's, everything's changing. I would not mind a s'more right now, to be honest with you. Those are good. But... And then I have here you have some drama to share. Okay. Okay. I'll try to make this as concise as possible, but I'm going to backtrack and explain it a little bit. Okay. This, we all know I can ramble. So when calls the heart, extremely, sorry, that was me. Extremely popular, extremely popular show on Hallmark. Um, it revolves around the Canadian West series by Jeanette Oak, which the books are really, really great. Easy reads, beautiful, beautifully written, beautiful stories. Um, and it is about a fairly, Elizabeth comes from a well-off family. She's a teacher. She comes to this remote mining town. First couple of seasons, so good. So I'm not saying it's bad now. I don't watch it anymore. I just, I keep up with it, but I don't like the way certain things are and sometimes you just give up on a show it doesn't you know you don't connect with it anymore i'm not bad mouthing this show at all so elizabeth moves there she eventually falls in love with jack who's the mountie um assigned to the town elizabeth's played by erin cahill who appears in a lot of movies now she's super popular jack was played by daniel lissing right and laurie lohan was also on the show she played abigail right and Laurie Lowen was actually um, a producer of, of the show with Brian Bird. And now, obviously, Laurie went to jail. There was the whole scandal. We're not going to go, you know, in depth, you know, on that. And she's, you know, obviously out now. Um, once her, Abigail, Abigail, as much as the story was about Elizabeth and Jack, Abigail was very much the heart and soul of the show, if that makes sense. She was the moral compass. She was the moral center. Yeah. I've seen like um, the first season and I told and like she, the first season and a half and she is very much a large yeah. part of that show or was yeah, she she adopted two kids you know a young boy and an older girl who eventually went off to school but Cody lived with her you know Abigail was a great character um obviously when Lori went to had the whole scandal she was fired obviously and they wrote her and the two kids out of the show so Jack. Um, before all of that, the, Daniel Listing decided to leave the show. Why I don't know. I, it, it's his life. Um, but and so rather than recast Jack, which a lot of Hardies, as they know, were hoping they would do when it came out, they killed him off. Okay, and Elizabeth, of course, they had just been married. Of course, Elizabeth was pregnant. Now she has this cute little boy named Jack. I believe. Anyway, so flash forward, Jack is dead. Abigail left this, uh, Abigail left town for whatever reason. I honestly don't remember why, how they did it. Um, flash forward a little bit more, the Hallmark app comes out and they decide to spin off um, When Calls the Heart into um, When Hope Calls, which is based around two sisters who were separated when they were young and reunited later on and decided to open an orphanage in this little frontier town. It was a very popular show. I never watched it. It was a very, some of the characters didn't have crossover shows, but it started on a Christmas episode of When Calls the Heart. And so mm -hmm. some of the, 
when Close the Heart characters went on to that, you know, show, you know, a couple of times, it's no longer on the app. It's on what's now the GAC, the Great yeah. American Country Network, Family Network. The show's moved there for the second season. So in all this realming to catch everybody up on what the heck's going on is Lori's obviously out of jail. And the big news was is that her character is going to be on When Hope Falls. Hallmark, people were like going berserk, like, oh, I can't believe Hallmark of all places rehired. And they put out a statement like, we didn't. Brian Bird, who directs both shows, you know, he defended Laurie. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not getting into it one way or the other. So there was a big, big eruption. A lot of people like thrilled she's back. I mean, the Abigail character, like I said, was so central and so important to everything. They even bring him back Cody with the same actor who played him before, which is great. Um, the one who played her, her adopted son, her son. Um, so that was in, enough to be people like, oh, okay, like she just got out of jail and now she's going to be here. Or there's a lot of like white privilege, you know, stuff going on, which I get because it is a little like really, you know, to a lot of people. And I totally get that because I kind of agree. But the bigger news, the bigger, crazier news on time, if you can believe it, is that Daniel Lissing is joining When Hope Calls. So, they're not they're gonna reveal like next week, I think on Monday, what his character's gonna be. But it's Daniel Lissing. He originated the show. He was one of the originals. He was Jack. Every woman who watched this show was in love with Jack for good reason. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you it's very one of my biggest issues, um, and again, I'm not knocking the show, it just became something I didn't enjoy with When Calls the Heart is that it became very love triangle You know, Elizabeth, they gave her a little time, but then there was another Mountie, and then the businessman in town, and there was a whole love triangle that drew out forever and ever. It became a little bit like CW, a lot more angst, right, right. in it. Um, and um, so now everybody's up in arms, and not in like a, like, oh my God, what's going on type of way, because is he Jack? Was Jack not dead? Is Jack going to come back to when Paul's the heart after a while? And Elizabeth's in love with this new guy and the love of her life and the father of her son is back when Dave Mounties told her he was dead, right? Is he a doppelganger? Is he a ghost? What is he? We will find out, you know, on Monday. And so, you know, after, after Monday, the next time we record, I'll most likely be really ranting about it. But so it's very interesting to see, you know, what's what's going to happen. Um, because Hallmark is adamant that Lori Lowen won't be on When Calls the Heart, which, given their family-friendly, you know, whatever, whatever, I understand that. But Daniel Listing didn't do anything, you know. So if he's Jack, like, that's huge. Like, did he have amnesia? Like, how soap opera are we getting? Which, whatever, I don't, you know, I love a, I love a good soap opera. So those are your only options, though. He's so is he a dog just somebody who looks like Jack? Is he a relative of Jack's? Is he a long lost Probably just might be a new character. That's gonna be so effing stupid. That's what I'm gonna say. It's like he can just be somebody that looks like Jack, which I get, but is also, in my opinion, kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Like it's because when calls the heart is so so you know popular and he was beloved. You know, a lot of people actually stopped. I mean, it's still a popular show, but a lot of people were disappointed when he left. I think they would have rather the character be recast because their story wasn't over. It was abruptly ended, you know, right. with the decision to kill him off when he left. I would have loved if he was recast. I would have totally accepted, you know, a new Jack 
after it's nice like, to recast people and still yeah exactly they're exactly. so successful you could have made a blonde for all i care i don't you know whatever so yeah it's either i'm leaning towards he's completely a new character he just happens to look like jack which will be like crazy especially like if they hook him up with abigail then oh my god that'll be like creepy or jack had amnesia hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't know, we'll find- I don't know why they get so into the fact that i mean she did go to jail and she served her time so i mean she's gotta work that's i guess that's just a little different know. for me i think no well i think what it is is so i'll just say this she did wrong. She, you know, did her time. I'm a firm believer that everybody deserves a second chance. I have friends that were in jail. Okay, so, you know, whatever. They were in jail. Um, my cousin, he's no longer with us, but he served time. You know, he, he went to jail. And people do things that are desperation. They do things that I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending rapists or child molesters or anything like that. Absolutely not. But no. And I'm not defending Lori and the other people who did this as well, because it is shady as shit, you know. But I think they're surprised because the type of show she's going to be on. They're very moral-based shows. You know I what I mean? I think it just becomes on whether you ask for, like, like whether you're, you know, if you're really yeah. sorry for what you did. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, hey, you know, it, it you know. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't really answer that it. for the person. They have to answer no. for themselves. So oh, like, you know, of course. But some people, you know, like us, like you and me, were like, oh, okay, like, we, um, I might, I didn't watch the first season. I'm probably not going to binge the first season. But with Jack, the well, Daniel listening coming back, I sure shit am going to be watching this one because I want to see what the hell they do. You know what I mean? It That's sucked me and Lori. Lori going on didn't suck me back in because, and not because of what she did, because I'm like, eh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to get attached to like this show, you know? Um, but I want to see what they do with this character because they killed Jack off, you know? It wasn't like Abigail where they wrote her out with like a family emergency or whatever they did, you know, just, she's dead. You know, like, what are, we, what are we doing here? Did he run away? Did he did he not want to be married to Elizabeth anymore? You know, it'd be interesting. They have a lot of a lot of possibilities. So I think it's too because like the type of show she's on, the type of network she's on. I think the people like the family, very family oriented type of thing. Like, hello, you know, and a lot of people on social media, as always, just take it like way too far. Like, oh, I'm not watching this. I'm, 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 I'm calling my all right. Go call your cable company, Karen, and see where it gets you. So that's the craziness. Crazy. That's crazy. That's too much. Oh. <laughs> too much drama over it on is TV. a TV show. A TV show. So, what's up this weekend on Hallmark Channel? Hallmark Channel. This weekend on Saturday, October 9th at 9 p.m., we have South Beach Love. Um, this was actually based on a novel of the same name by, and I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly. Um, Carida Panero, and it stars Taylor Cole as Sarah and William Levy as Tony. And Sarah is a caterer mm-hmm. who is catering her niece's quincey. I can say this a million times when I'm not being re- when I'm not recording. I, know, I don't mean to be like pronouncing it for you, like to correct you. I'm just you know Quincy Nick Quincy in there. <laughs> Ah, birthday, birthday, birthday party. 50th birthday. 15th 
Fifteenth <laughs> <laughs> birthday celebration becomes complicated when her who do we guess? Former boyfriend Tony <laughs> returns to Miami to cater his own nieces, Quincy Nera. Did not say it right. Taking place in the very same weekend. The situation gets a little prickly when Sarah and Tony are pitted against each other to win the cover of the local magazine. The families who were once close are now at odds over the conflicting Quincy Eras leaving fences to mend if their friendship will be restored as Sarah and Tony try to outdo each other and put on the perfect party. Will their reunion spark a revival or lead them to romance? Hi, I cannot Um, talk tonight. Please forgive me. I think I'm going to say Hello again. We apologize if there's some dead air. We're going to get the, get that sorted out for you. We had a bit of a technical difficulty, so we had to restart the call. So we will have somebody stitch it all, all together uh, for us. So we apologize for that. And Amber is going to pick up where she left off and telling us what she her first impressions of the trailer for the show were. But I'm literally looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be very... Um, I guess you would say Latina and Cuban inspired, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I don't know if I got this part in there, but William Levy, who's playing Tony in the movie, um, this is the first Hallmark movie, but he is currently playing in a Colombian telenovela, The Scent of Passion. So, and he's, he's pretty, he's very pretty man. And then Taylor. Yes. Very pretty. And then Taylor Cole, who plays Sarah, of course, she's been in, this is her 15th Hallmark movie. So she's, yes, 15th Hallmark movie. Holy Um, Yeah, she played in a series of mysteries called the Ruby Herring Mysteries. Um, She played in Falling for You, One Winter Weekend, and Unlocking Christmas, and there were several more. But she also played in the originals on the CW, which I thought was interesting. But I was saying, I think this is the first Cuban-inspired um, movie that they've had on their network. I think so. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to the difference, you know, a little bit of color being added. And a little bit of a different scenario. I mean, we obviously have parties and such a lot, but different, um, being using a different ethnic background, we're going to see some different traditions, some different foods. And, you know, I think some really vivid and interesting um, uh, supporting cast. Yes, yes, very much so. And I uh, like the idea of the conflicting Quincy and Eris. <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to kill me because I can't say that word. <clears throat> but, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really good. <clears throat> and then yeah, you I'm have the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, don't you? I have the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries um, entitled, I keep getting it wrong, The Vows We Keep. Now, The Vows We Keep is on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries at 9 this weekend. This Sunday, um, it stars Fiona Gubbelman and, and Antonio Keone. I apologize. Um, Fiona is known for The Good Doctor and The Christmas Next Door. Antonio was in the Christmas and Evergreen series. 
and who's also known for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And he was actually Jordan on Chesapeake Shores. I'm trying to like place him and please I don't can't be place him in that show. That I can't place. So we might not have met him yet. He might be season four. He might be season four because it says 2018. So I don't think we set him, met him yet. Oh, we he, was also, he was also in Jingle Around the Clock. It's Christmas Eve. Um, he was on the TV show Magicians and Darrow and Darrow. So he's he's been he's he's been in some really great stuff and has a good fan base. Um, Fiona has been in is on The Good Doctor. She's um, Morgan Resnick, and she has been in Christmas Next Door. She was on the new version of One Day at a Time. She played Laurie. So. You know, they have some really great um, things up their sleeve. But this revolves around um, Fiona. Fiona plays, what was her character's name? Hey, I lost my page. Hazel. There's a name you don't really hear anywhere um, too much. She plays um, an event planner named Hazel who must plan her sister's perfect wedding in less than a month. I'm really worried that the sister's like dying or something. There's nothing, there's like no hints of why it has to be a month. Um, however, the sister wants to get married at this lovely, beautiful place called Rosewood where the parents get married, but it's being sold. See that we one always before? have that one in there. Right? So the inn has been in the um, owner's Family for Generations. It's a beloved landmark. I'm reading some of this from TV shows, ace.com. Have to give credit where I'm getting it from. Um, but big popular place. So Hazel Beach Jared, played by Antonio, who is the one that's preparing the estate for the sale. She agrees to plan all the remaining events there if he will fit in the sister's wedding. Um, and as says, as I, and I'm quoting, as Harold and Jared work together they are reminded of the importance of just traditions and enriching people's lives i think this is going to be a happy sad one i have a feeling i could be wrong i have a feeling this is sick because like they're rushing it for like a month or maybe somebody else is sick like a grandparent or a parent you know i think there's going to be like some depressing it's been a lot of sad ones lately i know i need a little bit of happy too they look fiona and jared I mean, Fiona and Antonio, excuse me, they look really cute together in, in the stills. And he's adorable. But I also like, and this is in no way insulting people because I am a chubby, fat, hot mess. He's a handsome, handsome man, but they're not tossing us some another rugged outdoorsman, you know, type of person. Yeah. He has a nice... You're not your traditional... Businessman, um... boy next door type of type of look and I'm I'm here for it. Interested so to one, see how she plays in here because she's a very the character she plays on the good doctor is a very no nonsense hmm. character. Like she's very on the book. This is the way it goes and this is how we handle it. Like she's this is standard. This is the the website that I'm that I was using that I was getting the information from they make an interesting note. Um, so this one's October this Sunday the tenth at nine p.m. on Movies and Mysteries, and it says currently and again I'm quoting they do not have any encore listings for this movie, and it notes that in addition the Christmas movie season begins the third weekend in October, 
And there may not be many, if any, encore showings unless they put them on during the day. So people, if you can't watch when they're on, or even if you are, make sure you set that DVR. Which is something I need to remind myself because I almost messed up on Love Strikes twice this week because it did not record and I had to get it off the DVR. <laughs> so, so, wait, one quick question. I apologize. Which of the two were you looking forward to the most? The Out of the two we, we were, were reviewing or the two were? The two that are coming up. I think um, South Beach Love. Mm. I think yeah, it's going to be more so my movie. I, um, I, they've had so many, like, sad ones that, and then that's the difference. You said that last time we were on. You said that, that Hallmark Channel classic, the classic ones are a bit of copy-paste, copy-paste, cookie-cutter. All the happier ones, we have our moments where, like, okay, there's 15 minutes, I got to get angry at each other so they can make up and get together. Um, whereas movies and mysteries tend to be the more emotional of the yes of they're the usually set. the ones that want to make me cry mm-hmm. Very much and so. now we discuss the two latest ones <laughs> do we have to love <laughs> no listen to me listen to me okay Spoiler alert for what's coming up in the next few minutes. Love Strikes Twice Love Strikes Twice was our Saturday movie. One Summer was our Sunday movie. Now, we're not... I'm not saying we hated them. Not at all. Right? Not at all. We we hated that other movie. Right? We did. Like, we gave yeah. it, like, one. Right? We did. These were not in that league. We just... For me, like, I couldn't connect to them. It was, like, something... You know, well, for two different reasons, which I'll which I'll get into because I don't want to like hog everything. Now, we didn't like it, right? I saw people on Twitter like loved it. Some people were like, "eh, something's a little off," but they have really good ratings on IMDb. Love Strikes Twice has a seven point two, and One Summer has, I believe, an eight point seven. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. So. I mean, well, Love Strikes Dies starred Katie Finley and Wyatt uh, Nash. And you had Maggie was Katie, Wyatt was Josh, and then you had the college boyfriend named Marshall Williams, and his name was Rick. And it was a classic workaholic goes back in time. I wouldn't say even classic, but goes back in time to try to change, you know, decides she wants to change things. So, my major problem with Maggie is, okay, so, her and her husband aren't getting along. So, you know, she makes that wish in the fountain for a do-over. Or was it, was it a fountain? It was a fountain, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up 15 years previous. And the like in the next five minutes, she talks about how, well, she's going to help Josh, who's her husband in the future, save the library. But then she's going to go and get back, you know, be with Rick and marry him. Mm-hmm. In the first like twenty minutes of the show being on, she just like tossed her husband off to the side, and I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And it was just. And, you know, 
if you have marriage problems, you have marriage problems, but it was just like, it wasn't even a thought. There was no second thought that was just like, what what her plan was going to be. And then it was like, she's very flighty, I felt. And very like, for to be the character, she was supposed to be a very great lawyer. And I, and she was, she knew what she was doing. But it was like, in her personal life, she just like, threw off whatever. Now, as it got later on in the, you know, in the sh- movie, she started thinking about how things in the future, what she could change. Mm-hmm. But I just. And I know maybe we weren't supposed to take her seriously or whatever, but I felt like she just didn't. I just. So here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Feel free to jump in. Feel free to tell me I'm crazy. Feel free to whatever. So she went back in time. Right. Right. She never once acted like a goddamn teenager. No. She just, she just continued to act like a 30-something-year-old. Now, that's... Okay. I, I'm sorry for getting loud. I startled my baby doggy. I'm so sorry, <laughs> my baby. His head popped up. I'm sorry, puppy. Okay. My little man. Okay. So she... We've all seen Back to the Future, right? Right. Right. Marty goes back in time. He's obviously older. What does he do? He blends in. He adapts. Right. He models people first of all i asked you earlier before we got on what year was the setting because i i missed something it had a very retro vibe the way they were dressed right and yes. the town, it wasn't it didn't seem like 20 whatever it seemed like the 1950s in a sense you know in, in a sense um the look it was a beautiful look i enjoyed i enjoyed the look i loved i love that look but it, it just it didn't it didn't nothing connected with me because she went back in time but there was no, she retained as, as she should have. And we've all seen Freaky Friday, you know, and things like that, where they switch, you know, the older brain and the younger, you know, whatever. So, but she was just constantly her older self. Nobody thought there was something off about her. Like, they didn't notice her personality went from. I kind of did, but I mean. A little they, bit, a little bit. But she's like winning court cases. Yeah. Like, At like 20. You know, which fine. There's a lot of people who can go to go out and defend themselves and or represent somebody else. And damn, they're gonna nail it because they're smart and they know that stuff. But it just she wasn't connectable. I'm like, bitch, please, right? Like, go to therapy. Yeah, she was you know? very, and it I was like she was very like just like stuff didn't have meaning. People didn't have meaning to her. It was almost like she just no, exactly. It was like. You're in your you're in your thirties or whatever you're thirty whatever she was thirty nine thirty five. Everybody has a midlife crisis. Every couple goes through these things, and I'm not minimizing it at all. But like, she's gonna resolve this in therapy, you know. Um, I didn't connect with her. I didn't feel with her. I loved her husband, older version and younger version. I I think that's why I got like a 1950s feel from it, because like we've said before, I think the one that has Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson that also is gonna start you know have a bit of like magical time altering you know to it mm-hmm. um i think they use different characters to portray the different ages so they took the same characters and tried to make them younger looking which gave you that kind of like 1950s leave it to beaver feel where like you know fonzie is 30 and he's playing a you know 40 playing like a 19 year old you know what i mean yeah like that type of thing where everybody did look older than their you know than their age um 
her brother and the, the other girl whose name I'm forgetting right now, they were the best characters. I loved them. And then my biggest issue, I love supernatural stuff. I never watched that show, I should say, but um, I love Harry Potter. I love Doctor okay. Who. I love sci-fi. I love fantasy. Um, I currently, like, in the middle of the night when I Not can't sleep. Not to divert, but I have to know who's your favorite doctor because that's important. Nine. That was ten at right. No, nine. Oh, okay. Christopher wait, Eggleston. Okay, quick, 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 quick sidetrack. Quick sidetrack, which I also love Star Trek. But anyway, um, my best friend Greg is a huge, huge Trekkie. And, um, well, I'm just say actually a, a Whovian. Um, and he used to, we used to spend weekends, um, you know, together. We met in college. He's my best friend. Um, so he one day he's like comes over he's staying in our place for the weekend he's like yeah you're gonna watch this it was when 10 left so my first doctor was 11 i love matt smith matt smith's my doctor matt smith was my first doctor he'll be ever to be my love but i had i went backwards so obviously i watched i was watching 11 but i went back as soon as i could find it and had the streaming devices and watched 9 and 10 of course tenant is amazing and then i went back and i kind of watched almost all of everything that's out there for all the for all the doctors but nine is my if i had a favorite doctor it's it's very close nine and eleven but it's nine eleven twelve and then ten i love tenant but i prefer you know um i mainly my thing with tenant is mainly because i can't rose the whole rose crap that on my nerves after a while um but Eccleston is my favorite doctor, but Matt Smith is my doctor. No, my doctor is Tennant. Yeah, they're, they're all amazing. They're all, they're all, amazing. all amazing. Anyway, yes. and so uh, here's the thing: she then falls. She wins her case, right? She won the case. Right. She was engaged to the other guy, which you knew was not going to work out, right? Because yeah. the father, he he was sorry to do with his father. How his father hated her. Whatever. We knew that was going to. So whatever. 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 She falls, she wakes up, and so she's been gone in her head, you know, so many, so much time. But it's been like minutes when she wakes up in the present day, and she loves him again. Like nothing's the matter, everything's forgotten. She realized why she loves him, which I'm really happy. I like that scene, like she was like really bubbly, and you actually saw like real emotion from her. That's how I felt. Right. So this is my question for you. You watched Doctor Who, obviously, right? Yes. Okay, ten. I love. I mean, ten is ten. Ten well, is a- nine, ten, and eleven, and twelve. Well, twelve. Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen is good, but they just didn't give her really solid stuff to work with. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're all over the place. That's a whole nother. That's a whole well, other storyline. So anyway, okay. So the just let's 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 use the doctor as an example. He's had all these lives. He's lived thousands of years, right? There are times when he gets to a point where he meets an older self and he's, he won't remember it or whatever, for whatever reason. But for the most part, even when he's run into his other selves, his future selves will remember it, like the whole River storyline. He remembered he met River when he was 10. He just didn't know who she was. Right. right. Why the hell didn't she remember anything? It was implied that I'm shouting. I'm shouting. I'm so sorry. It was implied, or at least many, many people feel, and I do too, that she woke up. She says to her brother, oh, I just got back. It takes him a second. He realizes what she means. So what happened these 15 years between this? 
Yeah, she doesn't remember she anything that happened. Ass. Why doesn't she remember? I don't understand. That's not how it works. I mean, it probably does. But it's really, I mean, I don't know. But even Marty, like, remembered. And he, Marty had to be, in, in um, Back to the Future, Marty had to be careful, like, to create a new character. And, you know, different things that they, you know, reference little bits here and there. Why didn't she remember any of this? I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't like her very much. <laughs> I couldn't con- I couldn't connect to her. I didn't feel for her. I didn't feel for her plight. You know, it's not like it's not like the I'm shouting. I'm sorry. I'm so loud. I'm so sorry. It's not like in most of the Hallmark movies where they set you up to not like the person that the, the guy, right? Or the woman. Even and there have been some where they the two people are having issues and you know they get together, they remain together. And I really I tend to really enjoy those. Is that realistic? You know, people have marital problems. People have relationship problems. But the last few days, Christopher would probably wish he could strangle me and get away with it. I'm not going to lie. And, um, but they didn't set it up in the brief beginning where he was some type of jackass. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, I understand why she's like this. We had no basis of why she was, like, unhappy other than shit happens. And that's fine. You can be unhappy because shit happens. I just feel like it was the whole thing about her just not... It's like their character didn't have depth. Yes, thank you. All my ranting, and you say it perfectly in seconds. It's like she did not have any depth. It was like she, she. I'm not saying she wasn't very smart because obviously she was very, very smart. But it was like she had no emotional attachment to anybody. She had no investment. So therefore, I had no investment in her story. Like I just didn't care. I just. (laughs) I hate to say that. I tried. I didn't, I, did. I didn't care either. I watched it. I, I didn't care. I didn't care for her. I felt for her. I felt for, what was her husband's name? Oh, my gosh. My mind Josh. went blank. Oh my, Josh. I felt for Josh. He was such a sweetheart. And obviously, you can be a sweetheart in your teens and a jackass when you're older. We all know this. It's it's life. Well, it was like, at the very first episode, the very first scene, she sits there and tells her husband and pretty much implies that his job isn't as important as hers. Yeah, exactly. It totally dismisses him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's surprised when he looks at her and says, I don't know if I want to be married to you anymore. Well. <laughs> Sorry, one second. Bruno, lay down. No, exactly. She wasn't redeemable. We didn't have any backstory. We didn't know anything. And it's not like she even, like, really talked about it during the with the people she entrusted with the truth, you know, through it, you know, through the thing. She was just out to prove, like, oh, hey, I can win this case and I'm better than you know, the man doing it because I'm such a big shot lawyer in the, you know, in the, in the future. I mean, did she learn her yes lesson? Yes. And it, actually it would have been okay if she didn't choose him. That would have been fine. If she, we could empathize with her at all. And I just felt like I couldn't. People yeah. loved it. People loved, there were people, you know, I tweeted along with it. I know you have tweeted along with them in the past. It's fun, you know, and sometimes that's why you have to go back and watch the movie again because you're so busy tweeting. Um, and people are like, okay, but, you know, uh, you know, whatever. And it was really good. But even the guy she chose, you're like, why is she choosing him? He's an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm sure he was a nice guy in his own ways, but, like, the father, like, is really nasty to her. And he doesn't stand up, you know. Obviously, some things have to be done in a certain way. But, like, he never has her back. But he proposes and you accept it. It made no sense to me. No. No. So. I, I, I'm i going to say it was a two. 
on my rating. Oh, girl, yes. I was about to say, oh, it's a five because I like the mm-hmm. scenery and the clothing mm-hmm. and everything. Wow, a two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still say a five because maybe I was just in a bad mood. No, no, I think it was, I watched EMS scene. I don't, know, I, but I just didn't like it. I watched it twice, thinking that I was being harsh with it because I was so busy tweeting and I missed a lot of stuff. I watched it. I watched it full, completely, you know, focused. And I mean, I'll give it a five because it wasn't it wasn't as bad as that other one. But Bruno, what are you doing? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting with this dog, but he's being weird. Um, he he, uh, she just you couldn't connect to her, you know, at all. No, I can. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I did not like it. Now so, on to one second. I give it a five. Um, now we're on to one summer. One summer was follows Jack, who takes who so takes his children um, to his wife's uh, hometown and begins to have visions of the past that could forge a new path forward. So this starred. Uh, Sam uh, Sam Page is Jack. Sarah Drew is Jenner. Um, Sarah Drew. Yeah, Sam Page plays. Yeah, Amanda Shaw as um Lizzie, uh, and several other great you know characters. Uh, lovely. This one, okay. So the acting in this one was better for the most part, in my opinion, than than Love Strikes Twice. But so Jack was actually, so it turns out that Jack is, was in the military and he had, so he comes home and he has like this mysteriously, mysterious long ailment that they don't know what it is. He's not getting any better. They send him home to die. He starts to get a little better. His wife, it's around Christmas. He's writing all these letters to his wife, you know, to read throughout the years on special occasions. Um, they're, the family's distraught. They're getting ready for him to pass. The wife goes out to get medicine and it's killed in a car accident. Miraculously, I feel it's kind of implied that the wife's spirit, you know, helped him recover. Plus, he had to live for his children. He had to fight. He gets better. The doctors never find out what's wrong with him in the book. So in, in the movie, excuse me, in the movie, they say they never really knew what it was, which is like BS, but whatever. Right. It's lazy writing, not by Hallmark, but by the author of the book. Because in the book, they say, oh, it's PTSD. Excuse me. And they don't, the doctors never find anything. It just, to me, that's just like lazy writing. You could find like 600 ailments that will fit this. He was in the military. He could have inhaled some toxins. Yeah, he built some, he, he, he uh-huh. inhaled some toxins over there. Yeah, exactly. So... It's about a year or so that has passed, and you know that's the family's struggling. The kids are worried that he's going to get sick and die. They're dealing with the loss of their mother, and he goes to the mother's hometown. You know, they're spending time with the grandparents. There's a little house that you know the the parents own that they're going to leave the daughter that they're fixing up, and he decides to fix up the lighthouse because it meant so much to his 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 departed wife, and he starts to have visions of the wife while he's fixing up the um. It's her spirit, her angel is there. And, you know, they have conversations. She helps him work things. He meets the lady who runs 
the the restaurant um, who has this adorable teenage boy who his daughter ends up having a crush on. Look, and the other subplot is that the grandmother is like very, very overprotective and controlling and like wants to take custody of the kids. And like she watches the, the boy um, a lot. And he's like, she keeps him like in a bubble, you know, type of thing. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on, and each storyline is compelling unto itself. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed most the teenagers' storyline. Mickey and Liam. Mickey's his daughter. Liam is the the son of the restaurant owner. I'm going to tell you the three things that kept me watching this movie. Liam and Mickey storyline, because it's your classic teen storyline, like, ooh, they have a crush on each other, but the parents also kind of have a little something-something going on, right? But it's never, they never go in-depth with it, I think, especially since their kids are attracted to each other in their teens. And he is mm-hmm. grieving. Like, she's very much, this is, so I really enjoyed how they did the the teen storyline, right? And yeah. who, uh, the young actress, and I have to look up her name, I'm so sorry, who played Mickey, beautiful actress. I felt her emotions, right? Maybe because Madeline Grace. Maybe because I'm 45. I mean, I, I mean, I'm grieving. I'm I'm grieving my mother. But um, I just thought she was she portrayed Mickey beautiful. Like she wasn't. You know how like sometimes when the kids are angsty or moody, whatever, it's like very over the top. Not that I can act, people. I can't act. But you know what I mean. Like it's she's just very natural, very you know easy. Um, Liam was like super adorable. Um, and in the book, there's like more more to the storyline. But I like that. I liked that um, Jenna wasn't look. Jenna was a divorcee or divorcee, whatever it is, and she wasn't like oh, ready to be out there, you know, single and you know, mingle and like pursuing him, even though he was a recent, you know, widow. But more of oh, I'm going through something similar. I'm grieving in my own way. I'm adapting in my own way. You know, I'm raising a kid as well on my own now. You know, we can be a support system for each other. You know, right. it, was, it was a friendship, not a heavy romantic undertone. Although his, although Lizzie, the deceased wife, tells him like, you know, I want you to, you know, move on. Oh, she's nice. Oh, you seem like you're flirting. And he's like, no, I'm not. And she laughs and she's like, it's okay. You have to let me go. You know. So it was a whole process of like what people go through when they're grieving, when they're getting divorced, because divorce brings its own type of grief about. Um, I liked those things. I hated the grandmother. The grandfather was like really, you know, really nice. Um, And excuse me. I love the dynamic of the father with the kids, because even though they were kind of angry and scared of him, right, they didn't. It wasn't so super, super over over the top. But I loved the fact that at the end, nobody got together. I loved that. Well, the guy that. and the girl did. Kind of. The, the teens kind of got together. It's, like, implied. You know, yeah. everybody's having out together, you know. Well, I think it's kind of implied that Jenna and, you know, um, Jack do eventually. I, I felt. I think it's like leaning towards there, but not so super out because now their kids are kind of dating, so it'll be a little weird. Nah, you know? it happens all the time. I know. Can I have my moment? No, it's just true. But in in the in the book, I'm I'm not sure how it how it winds up in the book, but I like that it was kind of like implied that there was something there, but they didn't get all you know flowers in the attic, you know, about it. 
Um, that being said, I there was I don't know. I kind of like the other one. Like Jack, I don't know. I didn't like Jack. I liked pieces of Jack, but I didn't really like him. I got kind of aggravated with the teen girl, Mickey. Mm-hmm. She kind of, and I don't know if it's because my daughter's around the same age. <laughs> so, like, she was like, I can't believe you brought me out here to the beach for the whole entire summer, and I hate you. And, like, and I was like, what? <laughs> if I told my daughter I was taking her to the beach for an entire summer, she'd be, like, happy as a clam. Of course, I'd still be around and I would be dead. But, I mean, it's kind of, like, aggravating. And I understand why she was like that, because her mother died and she was afraid of losing her dad, too. Mm-hmm. But I was a little, I got a little bit, not not a whole lot, but just a little bit aggravated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point I was like, okay, come on. <laughs> it's, like, it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, they do end up staying. But, I mean, I thought the grandparents were sweet until she did what she did, the grandma. But I think in a way her, she was had already lost her daughter so she was so afraid of losing the kids this was her way of trying to keep part of them because she was afraid they were going to leave and um I, I liked it I, I liked I liked it I didn't like absolutely love the movie but I liked it I don't know I, mean, I liked it I mean, I, I even, I liked when the boat capsized, no, that was horrible, when the boat capsized at the end, not that I liked that, but that was a bit of, and they used the um, lighthouse to help find the girl in, in the water. I thought that was very, um, very nice. But I kind of get why she was, I see, I think, I maybe it's stereotypical that the girl was like, ah, rah, 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 rah. I kind of get it, you know, too, like, so much has already changed now you pulled her away from her friends you know when right she had a support system and 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 whatnot um and she didn't feel that it says they say later on like she didn't feel as close to the dad as she did to um mom so I, you know yeah. that might that might be part of it but i absolutely get what you're you know you're saying too but uh, my nephew my brother said to him I will go on the beach for the summer. My nephew, who's now, he's 19. He's, you know, he's a man. He'd be like, why are you torturing me? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that? Yeah, I guess I'm like one of those people that when I watch a show and somebody is trying their best and they're trying so hard. Yes, yes, yes. But Tolio, they're getting so much, like, crap back that Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, okay, come on. Like... I get a little aggravated. It's like, because right. <laughs> I'm like, they're trying, you know, they, you know, they're trying, but you know. So what do you rate it? Um, I would give it a five and a half. I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. Cause I did, I did like the location. I did like, uh, beautiful photography of it. I did like the soothing feeling of the beach and the sea. Um, and I was interested. Yes, it held my interest much more than I, the the other movie did not hold my interest at all. The Love Strikes Twice. Uh, it basically yeah. was like not as bad again as the other one. I keep saying that. I keep repeating myself. 
but like where I felt like, oh, I'm only watching this because I have to talk about it with Amber. But you know, yeah. I I wanted to see where it you know went, and I actually when she became engaged to the other guy, I was like, oh shit, if that's okay if they they do that, it would make things interesting, it would spark conversation. But you know, it's Loma. So, but this one held my attention uh, much more. I did enjoy you know lots of different pieces of it, but for me, it wasn't like. Oh, I'll watch it every time it's on. I had one slight complaint. Shoot. One slight southerner complaint. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I don't know where they're from or where this was set, but in the South, you do not ask somebody if they want tea that they want sugar in their tea. Nobody down here drinks tea without either sweetener or or sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's just the way it is. <laughs> so when she asked him if he didn't want tea and he said no, I was like, okay, who asks that? <laughs> true. <laughs> question. That's true. That's true. And I've heard that from many people, not in regards to this, but I've heard that from, from many people. So that is our takes on the latest offerings of from Fall Harvest. Again, not much foliage. <laughs> no, <laughs> what is up with this season? Like, me, get, like, even... oh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, we had a couple of episodes, a couple of of them that were very fallish, but it's like this one was beachy. It was mm-hmm. more of a summer movie. I kind of felt like I felt like it was a summer movie. But um, Love Strikes Twice, I didn't really feel like it was very fall-esque. No, where's the pumpkin spice latte? Where's the scarves? Where's, where's the harvest festival? Where's the, the jewel? Where is the harvest one? in your fall harvest yes. hallmark? Where, the, where, are, the, where <laughs> are the ranches, get, you know, and, and the, you know, anything? Where's any of this? Like, we don't even, neither one of these said autumn. Neither one of these movies said chill in the air, you know, anything like that. We so, still love you. We still love you, Hallmark. We but love you so much. Slight complaint, more fall yeah. foliage. Yeah, if you're going to name it Fall Harvest. Well, where's your fall festival? We have festivals yeah. in every movie. <laughs> I, want, I want a fair. I want a town fair. I want people selling, you know, goody, gooey, goody, goodness. Fall leave. Yes, I want corn dogs. I want all sorts of stuff. I want pie. I mean, we have a little bit of pie. I want hot cider. Yeah. I want people talking about Thanksgiving. I want a turkey, damn it. Yeah. Get you know, a turkey. Something. <laughs> something. So, okay. So, we had planned to also discuss, based on our schedules, season three of Chesapeake Shores um, as well. But we're at an hour 15. You think we can get it in? Or do you want to wait and combine three and four? Because four is short. Up to you. Yeah, yeah, four is kind of short. Yeah. So maybe we can do, when we both get back, getting ready to go in, we can do three and four together. Mm -hmm. And then um, maybe as a separate. Yeah, we'll do three and four because I'll I'll have a lot to say. Because spoiler alert. Simon was too damn good for Brie, and she didn't give him enough of a damn chance. Okay, I said it. I got that out. 
Well, since we're all coming out with things. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Can I say that I do not want Connor with Danielle. I do not like her. She is not good enough for my Connor. Hell no. We just can, we, listen, listen, the next episode could, should just be called Why We Love Connor and Simon. And why does it, I wanted to say this last week. Why has, maybe I did say it, I don't remember, but I just keep saying it in my head. Why hasn't Simon been a hallmark print yet? I probably did say it. I don't it. know. I'm going to say let's, it again. Let's start I, a petition. Oliver Rice needs to be a hallmark prince. He has the accent. He does. Also, except for Brendan Perry, I don't think any, and Jesse Metcalf, maybe. Well, Barbara Nevin plays the mother. I don't want to say her name wrong. Except for, none of the sisters have done Hallmark movies, have they? I haven't seen it. I think they have, but it's been in the past. It's been a while? Oh, okay. Brie has. Lady girl who plays Brie has. I have to look it up. I mean, Brie is growing on me. I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. Brie is growing on me. I hated her. Hate the way she like just constantly dismissed Simon, who is just trying to help her, right? And her whole, and then the whole crap with the mother in the past, which we'll get it. I'll save that. That's a long rant. That of course I'll save for later on, um, for when we do that. But I just think she didn't give Simon the chance, and now like seeing who she's with now, or with now, I like the person. Spoiler alerts. But I'm like, you could have been married to Simon and been like traveling to Europe and having like cute little British babies by now. Yeah. I also still don't like Jess. I felt kind of bad for her, but yeah, I still, she's probably my least. She's still my my least favorite O'Brien. She just, it's her hissy fits. It's her tantrums, you know? So there's going to be a lot because, so we we both finished three. I finished four. I'm going to rewatch it because I keep getting my storylines messed up. And then, well, since we're combining three and four, you don't have to worry about that now. Right, exactly, because we can just go for it. But I still have to, like, some of them I have to, like, re- you know, remember a bit of plot points. And then um, I think five's almost over, so then we can... I've been watching the last three to four episodes of five. Um, so once five ends, then we can do a big episode on that. Like, we can binge it and, and watch it. Because almost there's only two episodes, episodes left of it. Yeah. But... It's very much going to be the Connor love show. That doesn't yeah. sound like it. Why love we love Connor. Connor. Yes. Even though he did get on my nerves a little bit in the first few episodes of season three. But so, I still love him. I'll leave you. I'll, I'll end it with this. My, my last comment on Chesapeake Shores is, out of all the O'Brien children, Connor seems the most realistic character. Yes. Right? I would. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, he seems the most realistic character so anything else you want to throw in now that i've rambled that you can tell me no No. i would never tell you to shut up we could talk for hours oh nobody would listen to it (laughs) right we could we could i so okay so funny funny note funny note is the other day amber um messaged me oh i messed up and i said to her do you need help hiding a body right or whatever i said burying a body and she said she told me what the issue was, but which was nothing. It was just something to do with the podcast. But anyway, so she's like, oh, I appreciate, you know, you're saying that. 
But then I said to her, I was like, oh, I, originally I was going to be like, oh, did you accidentally, you know, kill Jason? Do you need my help hiding the body? She goes and tells her husband I said this, right? And a few <laughs> minutes later, like a few minutes later, I'm looking at, I get a message from Jason. He's like, oh, so you're planning to plot my death. Now, and I'm looking at it going, because I completely forgot our conversation in like <laughs> seconds. Like, what the hell? I was like, oh my God, why was she telling that? I was like, um, well... And in my, I should have said yes so that Amber and I could run away and be happy together. But I didn't, I didn't think of that. I was like, no, I was well, kind of bragging a little bit. Yeah. I was, no, was bragging like, a little it bit. Was so funny. It was, it was I said, so just so you know, I said Liz loves me more because she would <laughs> she would help me bury your body and give me an alibi. <laughs> It was just so funny because, like, it was literally like within seconds he sends the message, and I'm looking at it like I don't know what he's talking. About. <laughs> I don't think I realized it was from him at first until I looked. <laughs> what is this? I was like, yes. Uh, I tried something. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, no, it was super. It was super cute. Yeah, I told him I was like, she loves me more now. Just so you know, that's <laughs> well, we are. We have so we we love so we love Hallmark. We love yes. musicals. We love Fred and Ginger. We love Elvis. We love a lot of the same type of books. We love a lot of the same type of food. We, lo- you know, everything. Just cooking, you know, so much. Yes. Oh, before I forget, before I forget, our Instagram is a work in progress. I finally got our um, logo fixed. My brother-in-law James um, edited it for me because I felt bad putting more work on Greg. Um, and it's funny because Greg had the. And I mean, it's, it's, it was a simple error. It wasn't a big deal. We didn't we didn't care. Home, Greg had it as home is where the hallmark is, right? And yeah. when James edited it and I sent it to him, I was like, oh, I had the logo fixed. It's home is where hallmark is. He's like, he's like, there's no the. That doesn't make sense. Well, I couldn't figure out why he had the the in there. But once he told me why that, I guess in his head he heard it as the, he thought it was a play on home is where the heart is. So when oh. he explained why he had the the in there, it made sense. So I had that fixed. Our Instagram is at home is where Hallmark is. <laughs> um, so follow us there and you can follow me on Twitter. I'm going to get a Twitter going eventually um, for us. I'm going to be, both of us are going to try to be putting up little like videos, asking different questions and talking about different things. But for now you can follow me on Twitter at Lizzie P224 and you, my dear. At Amber Teasley one. Or, you know, shoot, drop us both lines. Follow us at Amber, um, at Amber Teasley. I'm telling you, she was at, 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 at home is where, where homework is. Thank you so much for listening to us. We really enjoy this. Even if no one's listening to us, we are enjoying talking and going over all of this and having some fun. We are so appreciative to Chairshot Radio for hosting this, available wherever you hear your podcast, but especially on thechairshot.com. As we like to say at the chair shot, always use your head. It is a kind of tongue-in-cheek reference to how we started out in wrestling, but it goes for so many things. Be responsible, my dears. Enjoy your coming week. Watch some Hallmark. And just relax. So, for Amber and I, thank you for listening in, and we will talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.